Hello, and welcome to another edition of Trawler Talk, the podcast of Passage Maker Magazine, the long-range cruising authority. I'm your host, Jeff Moser. As coastal cruisers and passage makers, we love to be overprepared. We stash spare parts in lockers, lazarettes, or wherever else they'll fit. We install redundant systems on board to be at the ready, whether that be hydraulic steering rams, dual primary fuel filters, or, don't forget, very important, a rebuild kit for the head. Our Wi-Fi-enabled tablets and phones are fully charged and ready to jump in if our nap systems go on the fritz. But there are many things that are out of our control, and they seem to happen when you are well offshore. Take this scenario. A guest slips on a wet deck and bonks her head and are acting strange. Are they concussed? Or, during that last engine check, just before you hit the rack, you sustain a serious cut in your hand that needs immediate medical attention. Or perhaps a guest or your spouse has a chronic health condition. What are you to do? These are the types of scenarios where telemedicine is a vital tool. Telemedicine provides instantaneous online communications with medical professionals and have saved many lives at sea, onboard Arctic oil rigs, or in jungle mining operations, anywhere well off the grid. And as our long-range trawler yachts cruise in more remote locations, where owner-operators need self-reliance, a growing number of these companies are popping up offering a variety of services and products. Today's guest, Mike Dunleavy, is founder of telemed provider Digigon. Mike tells us how his portable medical kits can be used via satellite or Wi-Fi to virtually connect cruisers in real time to onshore physicians for their own walk-in clinic at sea. Hope you enjoy the talk. Mike, why don't you tell me how you got started with Digigon? Well, you know, we had another company where we needed to develop our own means to securely communicate with our team as they traveled around the world. Um, that morphed into our customers wanting to uh, subscribe or purchase that secure communication capability. And we realized that there was another business opportunity here. So we formed Digigon. Mm-hmm. You know, Digigon is a, is a DBA or a do business as our main company name, which is Diginonymous, Digits and Anonymous, because back in the day, everything that we did with our other company didn't leave a footprint um, on the internet uh, as to that you were even there. Um, from there, uh, we, you know, with secure communications, primarily working in, uh, for customers who were in very remote locations, their primary means of communication was through satellite. Well, satellite airtime is very expensive. Um, so we had to develop the capability to pretty much try to do the same thing that your your Skype and your WebExes at the time were providing video conferencing calls through normal internet access. We had to try to duplicate that, but through satellite using a lot less bandwidth. Yeah. Uh, we were able to do that, and uh, and that morphed into several different product lines, um, you know, that we currently offer today. So you started in these remote operations. Can you? I know it was with commercial maritime and then these other isolated kind of land-based crews. Can you just go into that a minute? Yeah, sure. So commercial uh, maritime, um, one of our cu- first customers was Maersk, um, and it was right after the, uh, the, uh, the Maersk, Alabama um, piracy uh, incident. And they approached us in regards to um, installing CCTV systems on several of their vessels um, but being able to remotely monitor in real time all the cameras and do some other things with that the uh, through satellite. At the same time, 
Um, we were just establishing a relationship with George Washington University there in D.C., mm-hmm. who actually has a 24-7 telemedicine operation. And, and these guys are, you know, tier one, top shelf. Uh, they're, they're just astounding with the capabilities that they have and their operations center they had set up. And they're, they obviously focus on remote or traveling customers as well. Well, we had a, another customer approach us saying, hey, we'd like to have our medic be able to talk to a doctor while they're using a kit. Can you guys kind of put together a telemedicine kit um, and uh, so we can sit there and, and use that as we travel abroad? Hence, our telemedicine vertical market was born um, through working with that customer, working with George Washington University's team um, at the Medical Faculties Associates, MFA. Um, they gave us the guidance that they wanted to see in basic components in the kit. Um, and we built our first orange case using a Pelican 1500 case um, telemedicine kit with our software on a small netbook. And, um, and the, devi- the initial devices were all manual. You know, you, you take the temperature and you look at it and you either tell the doctor the temperature or you showed it to him on the video to what we have today, which was is everything's automated. Well, I mean, that kind of caught on quick because, mm-hmm. again, we're dealing with satellite and load bandwidth environments, and that easily applied to remote land, aircraft, anywhere that you just can't, you know, you can't hook an Internet cable to it and let it drag around. Um, you know, and, and so everything we did was pretty much through satellite or cellular um, that uh, morphed uh, and spread out to uh, remote land areas like Angola. I mean, the uh, uh, Ministry of uh, Health in Angola has adopted our kit for their national telemedicine initiative. And wow. so our kits are being used all throughout that area where they have medically trained people, you know, medic, paramedic level. They go hike into a village, uh, set up shop for five, 10, whatever days, and they actually communicate with doctors back in Luanda, able to provide a variety of care uh, the, um, to their people. Um, business jet. You know, McDonald's, Qualcomm, State Farm, Expedia, they have our telemedicine kits on their business jets um, as well. So anywhere that you don't have normal communication access, um, we work. And, and the whole intent, though, is to, one, provide basic care to mm-hmm. those who don't have access to it or enhance the care. And so we're virtually bringing a doctor um, to the patient. Uh, wherever they're at, as long as they have some kind of connectivity, satellite connectivity, uh, Wi-Fi connectivity, you know, in in even if it's in the ultra low bandwidth uh, arenas, like forty kilobits a second, yeah, which is really, really, really small for those who are not technical. Um, the uh, you know, we're doing it, and uh, we've been doing that now since what two thousand and seven, two thousand eight, so. And the kits just keep on improving. And what I remember is when we first met back in 2017, you were able to, I was able to dial up and see how these kits are really easy to use and they could be used with, with anyone with no training at all is what I was impressed me. Yeah, yeah, Jeff, that's it. You know, and, and that's one of our, one of our main focuses when we do anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I've come from a military background where we did a lot. We were on the go all the time. And so every piece of equipment that we carried on us had a purpose and it had to be small, had to be rugged, 
and it had to be simple to use because there's times where you just couldn't think. You had to do things through motor memory, um, and it had to work. Uh, so everything that we do um, is Mike simple. If I can do it, anybody can do it. If I can break it, anybody can break it, and it goes back to the drawing board. So especially with telemedicine, when you're in an emergent situation, and the bulk of our customers, like in the maritime environment, mm -hmm. to include yachting, I mean, there's maritime laws that require certain people to have a, uh, a usually it's the chief mate and the captain or somebody else, but they have to have a certain level of medical training. And then they're called the designated medical officer. And in commercial maritime, it's usually the chief mate. The, uh, so they have a certain level of medical training. Well, as you know, Jeff, you can train all you want, but until you actually experience your first laceration on the head or compound fracture and stuff, you know, you're just book smart. And when those emergent situations occur, they can be very emotionally impactful. So, we, you know, you don't want to have to sit there and push a bunch of buttons as you're trying to take care of your crewmate here who could be literally bleeding to death or having a heart attack or something that, um, you know, can be quite complex. So we make our kits simple to use. There's built-in wizards. They can be remotely controlled by the doctor. But literally, our kits, you can from power on. You just hit the power button, and it connects to the Internet. It you know, automatically pops up the video. Uh, the microphone's automatically on. The mic's on. And it's literally reaching out to the operations center and notifying the operations center that you're on the channel. So uh, we try to streamline everything mm -hmm. um, because at the end of the day, it's all about you, you, the end user. You know, you, the customer, um, uh, who are in, who are in a, a dire situation. I mean, we, we always try to play worst case scenario on that. Mm -hmm. So the ease of use and the connectivity sound like they're top shelf. But can you tell me a little bit about the the Digimed and the Digimed mini cases? Like, what are they comprised of, and how are they housed, and how can they be put into service by someone who's like a long range cruiser or doing some coastal cruising and maybe will be a couple hundred miles offshore at any given time. And you know, anything could happen as you say. Thanks for asking that. So how, how Digicon was formed uh, was from a need. I mean, we started off having an internal need on our means of uh, to communicate securely as our teams travel around the world. But then our customer came up and said, Hey, can you also do this? So as much as I would like to pride ourselves and and remember, I'm the dumb guy in the company. I'm just smart enough to hire smart people. <laughs> I got wicked, wicked kids. Uh, and although it's not much, it doesn't take much to put me to shame here, okay? But these guys, I'm talking 25, 50 pound heads, and I call them my Keebler elf. Um, the um, we needed. You know, we're always getting feedback from the customers. Mm -hmm. You know, when you know, in my in my prior life we would have people come up and show us this really cool widget that did these three things, but I needed to just do five or six. Well, okay. Yeah, but it doesn't, but it does these three things. Um, no, I, it's not designed for me. So we design based on our customer's feedback. I mean, I need to pull out in the field with certain customers and see how, what challenges they're having and listen to them. And then we go back and hit the whiteboard and draw it on there. So basically we build our capabilities based on a customer's need. And that's, although it might take a little longer, okay, it might take a little more uh, monetary investment on our part, that's a home run at the end of the day. 
Um, and because if this type of customer needs it, then it's easier to take it to another customer who might be dealing with similar situations. And then you just go, hey, and they're using every aspect of the kit. Um, the, you know, we, our, our flagship uh, kit at the time up until recently was our Digimed 5 Plus. Mm-hmm. Again, that was designed based on customers' needs. Soft, light, you can hang external bags on the side of it, waterproof. Um, the, uh, and, of course, they had our software that we're constantly improving upon. Uh, the, but we started getting feedback from a lot of people going, hey, because they're used to the hard case. Number one, they like the hard case because everybody else has a hard case. But number two, the environments, especially the, the, the yachters, um, the, uh, they want something that's waterproof and rugged. You remember the old commercial, what was it, tourist commercial with the girl throwing the, um, the case around? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, that's how some you know, equipment gets handled. Yeah. So um, the uh, and they also uh, said, hey, look, we like the components that are in there. Some wanted ultrasounds, barometry, and other ones, which we are in the process of. Um, hopefully, uh, fallish time frame, but that'll be our clinic kit, um, fully loaded up and dressed up. But uh, but the majority of them wanted the basic components that we have: ECG, pulse oximeter, blood pressure cuff, blood glucose meter, thermometer. Um, and I'm sure I forgot something, but yeah. then there are exam cameras like Otoscope and a macro camera. Otoscope, especially for little ones who have earaches or older ones who have bugs in their ears, literally. Mm-hmm. I mean, they use an Otoscope <laughs> one down to pull a bug out of, the, out of the ear of one of our customers in the Bahamas. Oh. And again, though, had to go back to the simple use. So we made the mini and then we made the standard. The standard is what I just laid everything out to you. The mini, I may, uh, uh, it has blood pressure, pulse oximeter, blood glucose, um, thermometer, uh, and some other small things. But those, so, so they're easy to travel with. Um, a lot of our yachters um, who have the 5 Plus have bought the standard to put on their tenders. Um, a lot of our customers um, are high net worth customers, and they actually do have protection details with them. So they'll have a kit with them. Uh, the um, and, and that kit, which uh, from a communication perspective, mm-hmm. has a built-in Wi-Fi radio in it. And so it, it's just like accessing any Wi-Fi hotspot. They will take all their smartphones that their detail members and other members are using, um, and they will just tether or pre-program that kit to access any of their hotspots. So this way, anybody that's on the team that's protecting that high net worth individual um, can just turn the kit on turn their hotspot on, and then they've got instant communication. Hmm. I know you asked me one question. I just scrolled off to a whole other direction, but that's my world. They make <laughs> medication for that kind of stuff, I mm-hmm. think. So. And the kits, they have this screen that gives you the patient, the doctor, or whoever the caregiver is, communication, and they could do it hands-free, right? There's a speakerphone built in or something like that? Oh, buddy, let me tell you, we have we 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 have gone leaps and bounds. So yes, everything is hand free. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, and again, um, like our other uh, capabilities, all remote controlled by the doctor. And when I say by the doctor, um, we recently released our DigiChat for web. We've got a trademark name out there. We're waiting for approval on that, and then we'll be switching that uh, to that as well. But now. You remember, if you remember correctly, Jeff, back in the day, mm-hmm. it was, our stuff was application to application based, meaning the kit has an application built into that, which will always be the case, okay? Mm-hmm. But remember, the doctor had to have an application on their computer or on their phone. Well, now they don't. 
they can just access the web portal. So I'll give you a scenario. Say if, um, well, a lot of our yachters have private physicians, even though they might have a telemedicine service like George Washington University's telemedicine service. And full disclosure, we got a great relationship with those guys. And I'll foot stomp them, but they are top shelf. You don't, you cannot get any better. I'm a little biased, but it's true. You can't get any better service than George Washington University, and they don't even know I'm doing this podcast. So, I mean, you know, when they've got all the state departments around the world. Um, they do Secret Service, FBI. They got a lot of high net worth people. They're just phenomenal, and they got a great operation there. Dr. Neil Seek and his team have done a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. There's a plug. He can buy me a beer later. <laughs> the, um, but the uh, now, get this, okay? Not only is everything hands free, but now we've included a headset as an option. Mm-hmm. That headset is rugged, meaning I can't even break it. So you know it's tough. Um, the um, that headset is all voice control. So that headset actually takes place of the tablet that's in the case. And by the way, the tablet's rugged too. Okay, that's in the case now. So you just put the headset on, turn it on, and and fire up the application. And now the doctor. Now you're wearing a headset that has a little camera that's looking at the patient. You have a little window screen down below your eye that looks like you're looking at a seven-inch tablet. And all the devices, instead of communicating through to the doctor through the tablet, are now communicating through the headset. And everything you're doing is voice controlled. It is really cool. So now... You're thinking, okay, well, that sounds cool, gee whiz, Star Trek because, Jeff, you know I had to throw Star Trek in there because I'm a Star Trek fan. The, um, I don't get dressed up and put the funky ears on, but I do like Star Trek. But now the medic can sit there or the designated – well, let, let's, let's get well, well into a scenario. Yeah. Here's a real scenario that happened several years ago in the Mediterranean where we had a customer of ours' daughter slip and fall, and she hit her head. Okay. Really concerned about it. He calls up. Uh, the medical provider, which I think at the time was George Washington University, they had one of our original kits, and the doctor remotely, because they were in the middle of the Mediterranean, using satellite, the doctor, the father held the camera and listened and followed the instructions of the doctor as the doctor conducted a neurological survey with the assistance of the, uh, of the father with the daughter, and they determined, hey, she's good to go, you don't need to divert, Continue on your cruise, but let's monitor her. Now, let's take this another step further. Mm-hmm. So now the fathers, we're now, okay, but now we're, we're going we're gonna to pretend here, okay? Although this is happening in real time now. Instead of holding the camera in their hand and looking at the doctor through the tablet and talking through the hands-free speakerphone, the father's wearing the, wearing the headset. The mic is on. Mm-hmm. Noise cancellation is built in. So you can have all kinds of noises going on in the background. And it's all blocked out. I'm not exaggerating. We're doing this now. So now, the, the, and, the, and, the, and the father is looking at the doctor through the small light piece. The, the father is talking with the doctor. Uh, the, and, and as he's looking at his own daughter, the doctor is looking at the daughter at the same time because the camera is aligned, which you can move around to sit there and show you what the father is looking at as well. So now the father can sit there and put both hands on his daughter and comfort her. And then the doctor on the other side can go, okay, great, super. And he said, okay, you know, Cindy, you know, move your eye yeah, and do a neurological survey. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to pretend, and I don't want people to get laughing at me because I don't know what I'm talking about because we all know I'm sensitive. Mm-hmm. So 
But anyways, the doctor can turn around and do the neurological survey without anybody moving, except for maybe, you know, the patient, if he's telling the left or right. All that's recorded. Or the, the, the father can sit there, and the doctor can either remotely control this, or the father can do this, say, zoom level three. The camera zooms in in high definition to the daughter's eyes, and then the father can say, capture photo, and send a high-definition picture directly to the doctor so the doctor can sit there and take a closer look at the wound. Like maybe, you know, maybe a blood vessel burst in the eye or something like that. All you medical people, I'm making that up, okay? The, uh, or the doctor can remotely do that themselves and just say, hey, Dad, hold on for a second. Click, 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 bammo, and get that picture themselves. Wow. We're doing that right now. Mike, tell, tell me a little bit more about how this headset works because, I mean, we have these cruisers that will go far offshore and the peace of mind that for the crew and the guests, we have a lot of older folks that do this, of course, uh, to be connected immediately with the medical professionals is, is really um, untouchable and, you know, invaluable, wouldn't you say? Oh, it's for sure. I mean, we call it the walking clinic at sea. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll get to the headset real quick, but let me just, you know, make this comment here. Telemedicine, sure. everybody thinks that telemedicine is only for emergency situations. And, you know, I mean, that's how it was initially presented um, because a lot of entities out there charge per use, uh, the, uh, you know, per case, you know, what, whatever the case may be. So certainly being cost conscious, people want to sit there and hold off on, on using less, you know, an arm is falling off. But. Um, other in, uh, entities out there, again, you know, here's a plus for GWU, but they are a one-stop, one-time, you know, annual fee. You can call them every single day. COVID really emphasized that. COVID actually emphasized a lot of things. You know, so for your cruisers that are out there, you know, you've got your crew, and then you've got the owner and the family. Well, they're all in a mini floating city. So they're all, they know each other. And if COVID, you know, a lot of people went to sea to stay away from COVID. But what if yeah. your kid has a problem with a runny nose or there's a rash or there's a medical emergency, you don't want to pull in? No. The telemedicine kid is a walking clinic at sea. You can sit there and call. You should be, here, let me rephrase this. Never say, my mother said, never say should. You should be able to call your medical service provider any time of day or night, just like you can walk into a 24-7 CVS. Mm-hmm. You should be able to, you know, remember, it's that peace of mind. None of it, you know, all, I didn't go to a university and get $15 million worth of debts and stuff to become a doctor. Yeah, we want to reach out to the subject matter expert. If I got an issue, my woman fuzzy personality, I want to go right to the decision maker. I want to go to the person that's in the know. Same thing with medicine. Instead of going to a DMO, designated medical from the boat, I don't know, they're going to be one calling the doctor. So they should be able to fire up that kit and sit there and get, and get a hold of the paramedic at the call center and say, hey, my son, my daughter has got a chronic runny nose. I need to talk to a specialist. Mm -hmm. That specialist should be able to be dialed in immediately and take care of it. The next day, hey, I've got a headache. So, so you should be able to use your telemedicine kit without any additional fees, okay, um, as a walk-in clinic because it is that peace of mind. And the yachting world is a little different than, the, than us land lovers. Mm -hmm. But also what COVID did was, and, and I'm sure you can relate with friends and stuff, is COVID put a lot of mental pressures on us. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because we had spoken about that a few days back. 
And um, yeah, the mental health strain that COVID had put on people and, and cruisers is, is, is real and needs attention. Yeah, and it and it and as I've gotten older, okay, see, um, I've appreciated that more because my friends have gotten older, and we're all experiencing different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but COVID really kicked it down where it limited people from mobility, it limited people from talking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're a video conferencing company, got it, okay, yeah, we do cool stuff, got it. Nothing replaces Jeff the face-to-face conversations that that touch, right? Mm-hmm. But that also brings on stressors. So telemedicine, and we've had it used several times, okay, is a great mental health counselor access tool. You know, that the crew member, the family member can take the kid into the privacy of their stateroom or their cabin or whatever, you know, their bedroom, and, and get on board with a mental health specialist and privately talk to them and tell them what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That's huge for the crew. That's huge for your family. Especially with the with with all these unique things that are coming up in the world the last three or four years, you got to talk to somebody that you trust, have faith in. That's either going to just be in the air or give you some proper guidance. But let's take it a step further. Here's an example. So we had one of our commercial customers, a crew member, started getting suicidal tendencies, and. They had the wherewithal to realize there was a problem when they started feeling like I want to jump over the rail, and they went to the captain and said, "Hey, look, I want." And I'm just paraphrasing this, okay? But this is legit. I want to kill myself. So they went through the 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 um, suicide watch protocols with them. Got a hold of the um, of the medical service provider using a kit. Got a psychologist or got a mental health specialist online. And through conversation with this person, the person finally admitted um, that, yeah, I was embarrassed to say, but I forgot my meds when we went to sea. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of hoping that I could push through because it's supposed to be a short trip. So through conversation with somebody that he trusted because he, you know, he didn't want to tell the captain that he wanted to tell other people that, number one. Number two, I don't think that the crew knew that he was on um, a medication mm-hmm. that mental health professional said not a problem was able to prescribe something that was already existing in their current existing medical chest and then pre-ordered what he needed at their narc support call so yeah just 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 having access to a uh, a medical health mental health professional literally saved this guy's life number one which is most important okay mm-hmm. uh, number two though the ship was able to sit there and continue on their course as opposed to diverting, which from a commercial perspective, but even a yacht perspective, you know, fuel is money, time is money. And if you can continue taking care of your teams, your crews, your families, and stay on course, whether you're a private yachter or whether you're a commercial entity and stuff, you know, it's that's that's huge. That's absolutely huge. So mental health um, counseling is a great tool, and we're also finding that in our remote, in our land um, uh, customers and hospital customers and schools and rape counseling centers and stuff as well, doing telepsychiatry. Gotcha. Pretty select. Pretty yeah. cool. Um, before we get into costs, and I think you said to me back in the day, if you own a yacht, you can afford one of these kits. Um, is there any upgrades that a yacht owner would need to make to their electronic suite that or is it just the compatibility is would be basically the VOIP or whatever that is that you need to use the kit in some remote locale? Sure. 
a, a great question. Um, the reason why a lot of the yachters have the yacht is because they're frugal, you know, and they're cost conscious. We run into that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, which is smart, called smart business, right? Um, so uh, one from a from a connectivity perspective, again, we go back to Mike Simple. Uh, the uh, we go back to everything is designed to um, to be intuitive and not to require anything special. So if you've got a satellite on your boat, which your large ones do, but they all vary in type of satellite plans. That's why we work in very ultra low bandwidth uh, environments. Mm-hmm. Um, you you did it's just like and all your large yachts have Wi-Fi. Um, yeah. You just connect it to the Wi-Fi. And the kit's preset at like 90 kilobits a second. So that's all it's going to use. So if you have any additional bandwidth availability, you can either dial it up or you can continue to use other items or other uh, apps or features to assist navigation through your SATCOM. Our application doesn't need all it up, uh, mm-hmm. all of that bandwidth up. Sorry about that. The, um, so there is no special equipment that you have to um, use. I can't speak for other um uh, kits that are out there. I can only speak for ours and how we designed it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can, whether you're tethered to your hot hotspot on your hot, uh, on your smartphone or through the SATCOM, or, and we even have an Ethernet USB adapter that you can literally just take the kit and plug it into your Ethernet if your vessel is hardwired as well. So, um, that is, uh, yeah, we, we, we make it so you can easily access the Internet. And because at the end of the day, it's all about getting access to that doctor, right? Yep. Oh, and let me and, and, and let me push something else here. So, so and, I, and go, sorry about this. Well, I'll finish this comment, and then I want to go back to our web version. Mm-hmm. Um, from a cost perspective, yeah, cost conscious is important. And when we first started out, we started off thinking, okay, hey, um, the, uh, let's keep it low priced, and, and we can sit there and, um, uh, and hopefully attract a lot of customers. But we were kind of new into the game, and we needed to develop some additional capabilities into that. So over a period of time, our kit, because of what we put into that stuff, was you know in the mid-teens, uh, high teens. I mean, I, I think our five-plus kit retailed for just under twenty grand. Well worth it, okay. The um and 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 that uh, cost because of manufacturing the service we provide was justified, but because um I would rather a customer be able to buy three or four as opposed to one. In other words, you don't want a person to have to sit there and determine, can I get medical access or not? And, and have the determining factor cost, especially in those remote locations, you know, uh, like Angola and Ethiopia and, and other areas where mm-hmm. they don't have any money to begin with. Okay. So same thing with their yachters. They're cost conscious on that because that's why they have nice things. So yeah, our, our standard uh, retail price and our standard, um, now is uh, just under eight grand. It's like seven thousand nine hundred and ninety some odd dollars, and and then uh, our mini is just under five grand. Wow! And then there's a reoccurring license fee with that per kit after the first year of about twelve hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and that's it. Now the cool thing about this, Jeff, though, is is now with the development of our our DigiChat for web, you don't need that application on the other end. So you can call any doctor you want and just send them a link. Wow. So, you know, before you have to send them an application, you have to download the application. Nope. So if you have a regular service provider, 
they just have to sit there and access the web portal, and they're securely end-to-end communicating with the kit to include the, the patient data that's getting transferred. 256-bit encryption, just like we've always done before, end-to-end encryption. But what if you wanted to bring in your personal doctor on the same line so they can provide their consults on there as well? Just send them a link. Click on their iPhone at MockNick, okay, because it's web-based. And they can be securely doing a three-way with you. Uh, so, or if you don't have a telemedicine service provider at all, period, but you got a kit and you know of a doctor, you send them a link. Simple as that. So that really opened up the floodgates for us, uh, making our um, making our capability on the provider side web-based. <laughs> and also, the hospitals love it, especially IT people, because now they don't have to go around going through the certification process of trying to install an application on the hospital system. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If they're into it, that sounds great to me. And it's going to be, like I said earlier, really valuable peace of mind for some of these older cruisers that, you know, may have some heart issues or blood pressure and they still want to cruise, but you want to have that security blanket of knowing that your doctor is just a call away and can, you know, treat you remotely when you're say hundreds of miles offshore. You're spot on. And especially as you get older, um, there's things like that we're experiencing on um, the uh, state side with uh, homebound patients where they can't go to the hospital on a regular basis for a variety of reasons. But one also, you don't want to expose them if you don't have to, but you got to make sure that they're taking their meds and you got to make sure that they're eating right. We have the same thing with, you know, with, with our yachters as well. They have older people that need that constant touch or communication with the doctor. So that could be a weekly thing, simple to do. Uh, make a call to Mrs. Smith or Mrs. Smith makes a call and they, and they check her blood glucose and what are their, you know, and we're more than happy to sit there and, and, and tailor certain things for our customers to meet their needs as well. Um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, that, 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 I, I love the saying there, you know, keep your doctor. That's true. I mean, <laughs> that's literally true. I'm going to have to write that down, buddy. I didn't somebody famous say that once before. They might have, Mike. I just I have a short memory. But um, before we go, <laughs> do me a favor and give. Why don't you plug your website and uh, so people can look this up once they listen to the podcast? Well, Jeff, I appreciate it. You know, I'm so bashful. I never take an opportunity to plug our website. <laughs> yeah, our website is www.digigone.com. www.digigone.com. Uh, the, uh, and, or, you know, if you can't remember that, just Google portable telemedicine kit. And I'm pretty confident we'll be either number one or number two on that list. And you can just click on the link, hit the website and, and it's all about you. We're here to serve you, the customer, um, and, uh, with quality customer service. Uh, and we don't just sell you the kit. We train. We reach out to you. We keep our, you know, we keep in touch with you on a regular basis, you know, to make sure that you're comfortable with it. And if you need anything else to include additional training, I mean, uh, we've got a web training portal. Uh, the um, that's real simple to do. Then we also do virtual online training with you with the kit, so you could be on the boat with the kit, and uh, and we would be here in our studio um, and walk you through uh, with, with the training, even though it's all 
built to be Mike and designed to be Mike simple. It's all about the training because at the end of the day, you got to train like the incident's going to occur. So when the incident does occur, you perform like you trained. That's key. We usually say something a little differently, but this is this this, this is good for the audience. Let's Am I keep, making sense? We'll, we'll keep it PG, Mike. Thanks, thanks for your time today. I really appreciate it. Hey, Jeff, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure. Uh, you write great articles, and you you got your finger on the pulse on the community. And one neat, neat thing about it is, is it, you're all about. Uh, the, the yachter. You're all about the community, which is which is key. There's journalism is important. Ethics in journalism is important, and you're uh, you're one of the rare ones, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to leave that in. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for listening to Trawler Talk, the podcast of Passage Maker Magazine, the Long Range Cruising Authority. If you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor and go ahead and click that five star rating. We would really appreciate it. And if you're not a subscriber to Passage Maker, it's easier than ever to get our magazine delivered to wherever you lay your head. Just go to passagemaker.com slash subscribe. This episode of Trawler Talk features post-production from Nate Gruca at Active Interest Media. For Passage Maker Magazine, this is Editor-in-Chief Jeff Moser. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, fair winds and safe travels. Mm-hmm.